Welcome to Let's Do This. This podcast is designed to give you tips, tricks, and advice that can help you save stress, time, and money and make your Disney vacation more magical. All episodes of this podcast can be found on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. Positive reviews are always appreciated. And you can also show your support for this podcast at no cost to you by booking your Disney vacation or any other travel through me. And you can get started by sending an email to jessica at happilyeverafter.travel.com. Also, if you haven't clicked on the subscribe button, you definitely should do that so that you don't miss any of my episodes whenever they get launched. Um, and on today's episodes, we are going to talk all about what to eat in Epcot. And whew, that's going to be a mouthful pun intended <laughs> and I'm laughing at my, my own jokes you know because uh, when you talk about Epcot you can either think about it as drinking around the world or eating around the world or even better doing both um Epcot year-round they have food um and uh I mean, they're not necessarily food festivals, but there are festivals that are loaded with awesome, yummy foods. Um, and so depending on the season of the year, you will have a specific meals that um, you can try. But there are snacks and meals that they have all year round that are pretty much the ones that I'm going to address right now. And then um, on separate episodes, I'm going to do what the festivals are, which is like... Um, the flower and garden festival, the food and dine festival, um, food and wine festival. Um, what is the other one? The festival of the arts, I believe. And I'm pretty sure I'm missing one. Oh, duh, Christmas time. <laughs> the festival of the holidays, which is amazing. That's like my favorite out of all of them because it has to do with Christmas and there's like all the cute lights and decorations and then you have all the amazing food too that goes with it including the cookie stroll but like i said i will talk about that in another episode on this one we're going to focus on um mainly the uh, restaurants that um that you can find in epcot if you want to have a sit-down meal or if you want to have a quick serving um meal again you're gonna have tons of little booths where you can just like stop by and grab a quick buy from there but there are other restaurants especially in the um world showcase that you can try and that you will definitely love there's something for everybody in there if you like mexican food there's a mexican pavilion and guess what they have in there Mexican food and drinks. If you like Chinese, guess what? <laughs> they have Chinese food too. And if you like Japanese food, they have Japanese food in there as well. So there's 11 countries in the showcase and uh, they all have their individual uh, cuisine represented there. So depending on where you're going in the uh, world showcase, and you can have um, that particular food and then you can stick by the entrance of epcot and find these snacks in there there's the popcorn that you will find it like all throughout the park there's the pretzel that is shaped like mickey and you will find all over the park and you can either have them with uh, like the salted or dip it in cheese you know like all the yummy stuff there's definitely uh, the must have mickey shaped ice cream bars that are delicious and for some reason they taste much better when you have ice cream covering chocolate in disney than anywhere else 
Oh, that probably sounded really weird. <laughs> Anyhow, I mean, you know. So it, depending again where you are going, where you're starting, right, on um, Epcot. So if you go start in Mexico or Canada, totally up to you. Um, but I'm going to address uh, the Santa Helene uh, res uh, resort restaurant that is inside of the Mexican pyramid. So from the outside, this building looks like that, like a like a pyramid from, um, you know, my peeps over there in Mexico, ancient America, if you must call it that. And when you walk inside, mind you, if you want to take a break from the weather, that is like super hot or cold, either or it doesn't get like extremely cold, but sometimes it does. Um, you can go inside of there and be protected from the weather because you're literally going to be doing everything that is in there is going to be strictly indoors. Okay, so you'll be protected from the weather. But once you walk in there, it's like you're in a little Mexican market. There is um, artisans that have their crafts display and there is a little uh, cantina, aka bar where you can try a tequila flight. Um, and they have a bunch of amazing drinks in there. But the tequila flight, that's what I've heard. That is like, you must have that. There's margaritas too in there um, with the tequila that they have. But there's all the Mexican food on this sit-down restaurant that is the um, San Angel Inn. San Angel Inn. I don't know why it sounds so weird when I say it. I know how to say it in Spanish, but I'm trying to pronounce it in English and it changes everything. That's me rambling again. Anyhow, so you can have your Mexican food in there. Um, there's some snacks in there as well that you can have. And of course, you can do the ride in there. We talked about that on the previous episode. Um, once you leave in there across the street, there is a quick serving um, restaurant. So you can sit down or you can just grab your food and head out and keep going. They also have margaritas in there. There's a margarita hut as well where you can just have your frozen margaritas. Um, but on this one in particular, they also have like nachos and they have like uh, some street tacos. Uh, sometimes they have tostadas. So that one is one of those that change um, their menu. Not the staples, but some of their menu items because of the holidays. Whenever they're having the festivals, they change some of their items in there. Um, then after you leave the Mexico area. Oh my goodness, I just yawn. <laughs> after you leave the Mexico area, you go into the Norwegian Pavilion. And we talk about Acre Shoes before. I'm going to touch base real quick on... Um, my visit to Akershus before uh, that we had in November um, because it changed a little bit from what we had before. And on the episode, the first episode of my podcast that I announced they were reopening this restaurant and I discussed what we knew from before, right? It is not what it is right now. Um, you do not get the picture at the entrance with uh, Belle like we did before. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure if there's like a schedule of who um, they have in there, what princesses there are in there. Um, but they have five princesses that come to your table and take pictures with you and um, have a little talk with you um, while you are waiting for your food. But again, you do not get the picture with Belle at the front. However, you get these five princesses to come in. When we went in November, we had Ariel, we had Jasmine, um, Aurora, 
Snow White, and Cinderella. Okay, so those were the five that we got to see when we were over there. And you watch them dance on the little, uh, you know, parade that they do. They still do that, so that was really great. Um, and the food in there, because that's the experience part, right? That you see the princesses in there. But the food in there, they changed it a little bit. Before, they had like a little buffet with all the salads and cold, you know, cold cuts of meat and like a bunch of different stuff that you could try. Now it is family style. So they'll bring you everything on a huge platter and they put it in the middle of the table and they'll bring you sides as well. And then whatever you run out of and you want to have more of, they'll bring it to you. So they had a type of uh, chicken and dumplings in there. Uh, they had the mac and cheese. They had some green beans. They had what I call Swedish meatballs <laughs> um, over mashed potatoes. And they had salmon in there as well. Um, so all of those things, they were brought over to the table for you to enjoy as much as you wanted to. And I'm going to say these, uh, there's a lot of opinions, um, you know, encounter opinions on this. My opinion is it was delicious. It was delicious. I don't eat fish. It's a choice. There's nothing wrong. There's not a health concern. I don't like this, the smell of fishiness when you are having food. So I avoid eating fish. I ask for seconds at Akershus because I really liked it and that's not normal for me. So, um, Again, I'm, I'm very easy to please, but I hate fish and I ate theirs twice. So that says a lot about their food, in my opinion. Okay, so it's totally worth the price and it's totally worth um, the food and the experience. So then once you're done with that, if you still have room with your food, you know, there's dessert in there and there's two types of dessert. One is a chocolate base, one is a, kind of like a rice pudding base and they're both delicious so you can have both. But if you still have room after you come out of there, you can go across from Akershus and there is a bakery that has Norwegian bacon goods and they are yummy. Right outside of that, there is a little cart that has some Norwegian drinks too. So you can also have little drinks. Um, and then from there, um, I will take you to China. And there's the Nine Dragons in there, which is a sit-down meal. Just regular Chinese food. There's, um, you know, it's a nice environment, but it is what you would expect at a Chinese restaurant that is not cheap. They do have cheaper ones, which... You know, it will be like the version of any franchise that you will find outside of the parks. And they have the quick um, meals in there that have Chinese food. They have the, the rolls, you know, the spring rolls. And they have the uh, gyoza and, um, you know, all of those. I don't know if it's called gyoza or dumplings, either or. But they'll have those in there on the quick serving area. And then you get your little fortune cookie at the end. As well, there's a Vova tea place in there as well, so you can have your Vova. And there is obviously a, a stand that sells uh, cocktails in there as well. And there is a stand, um, there's like a bunch of stores, of course, that you can see in there. Then after that, 
I want to take you across the pond. <laughs> That's funny, but because there is an, you know, like a lake in the middle of, or like all the countries are surrounding the lake. But I'm going to take you opposite side where Japan is. And they have sushi in there on a quick serving meal. They also have ramen um, noodles, you know, inside of the restaurant that they have. They have Japanese noodles. Um, and they have obviously sashimi and, you know, uh, tempura vegetables, tempura shrimp, you know, all that stuff um, on the restaurant. So you can tell that there's literally a little bit of everything for everybody in there. And I'm not even talking about the little boots because the last time we went in November, we literally spent a whole day just eating from the little boots that had all the meals, um, samples or the little I want to call them samples because they're small enough, but I like the idea that they're small enough because they're where you can eat a lot of different ones and try more stuff. But um, anyway, focus. Um, so <laughs> in Japan, you get all, you know, the good um, Japanese food from there. You move to the American Pavilion, you're going to have your regular corn dogs, hamburgers, um, funnel cake. Uh, you're going to have a beer flight in there if you like beer. There's a beer flight in the American Pavilion. Um, there are, obviously, like I said, you know, like popcorn, more popcorn, more nachos, more um, corn dogs. All of that will be in there. Um, you'll find in France, France, I think that's what it says, at least in France, you'll find uh, La Creperie or La Creperie. I don't know how to pronounce it. You can read it. It's really cool when you look at it online, but they have savory and they have sweet crepes. And they're like right next to, um, as you are making your way to Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, you can see this restaurant on your right hand side. And there is a window so you can do a quick serving, you know, quick um, meal, then just pick up your crepes on the window, order ahead online on your app, and then go and eat your food. Or you can actually have it as a seat down meal, go inside, sit down, and then just have them bring to you and kind of like, you know, like serve you in there. That's very, very yummy. Uh, you'll find several <laughs> different ones, uh, places where they have wine and cheese and desserts. And um, there is another restaurant that is a little bit more on the signature side. That is uh, Chefs uh, of Paris. I believe that's what it's called. And it's pretty much on the end. Now, the cool thing during December, they have Papa Noel in there. So if you want to see the French version of Santa Claus, they'll have it in there for you to take pictures with him. Okay. And sometimes you'll see Belle and Beast in there as well. Um, let's see. To the left side of Paris or France or France... Guys, I don't remember how to pronounce it. Francia. There you go, in Spanish. Uh, to the right-hand side, you'll find Morocco. And in Morocco, you have, obviously, Mediterranean food. Um, we tried the hummus in there. It's delicious. The bar in there has amazing drinks. As for the one with the glow cube. That's all I can tell you. Like, I don't remember the name, but with the glow cube in there, it's delicious. Um, and then... Again, you can have sit-downs and quick quick meals as you like. I don't try much of the uh, Moroccan food, um, but it is what I've tried before. It is delicious. 
um, then let's see, there's Italy. I don't need to explain what kind of food is in Italy. They do have wine. They do have, um, you know, drinks for you to have in there. Um, they have pizza. They have pasta. So you'll find those things in there. Like I said, there's tons of stuff for you to eat. Um, right next to Italy, I believe is Germany. They have a, um, what I would call an Oktoberfest, um, meal because you are inside of this German restaurant that it's kind of throwing a Oktoberfest kind of party, you know, while you're having your meal. So it's like really fun and they have all kinds of, um, worst or sausages, if you prefer, there's the cabbage and there's all the sides that come with it and beer, obviously, because you're in beer land. Um, let's see, what countries am I missing? Pretty sure. Oh, England, fish and chips. You can miss it. Um, Rose Crown Cafe, uh, Rose Crown Cafe, it's not Rose Crown Cafe, it's a Rose Crown Pub. <laughs> the pub has obviously, your beer, fish and, chip, fish and chips, and they also have a dessert and fireworks dining um, event that you can um, make reservations for and watch the fireworks, you know, from the specific spots that they have in there at their, um, you know, pub. Um, let's see, we did, did we do Canada? I don't think we did Canada. I went completely out of order. Um, but again, Canada, you'll have maple everything. <laughs> and there are some things that are just like amazing. But um, we had the apple cider from there, um, which is really yummy. Um, I don't think I have had any of their food. But let's see. I'm, I'm drawing a blank in here. Um, maybe I could find something online because I don't remember... What other country? I'm pretty sure I'm using another country. But anyhow, let me just tell you, um, with the uh, Japanese area, in the Japanese area, right? If you go and get and try the violet sake, you will fall in love. It's kind of like this flowery, refreshing drink. Had a baby with lemonade and it is just refreshing and it's beautiful to look at as well. Um, I think that's that's what I'm going to say. Like, you really can have picky eaters in your family and find something to eat in Epcot because they have way too much. I didn't want to go in depth into each one of the restaurants in there, but I wanted to highlight, like, for example, Akershus because it's really important when you're, like, taking your little kids in there and you don't know what they're going to eat. There's also another restaurant that I didn't mention, which is Garden Grill, um, and it's right inside of um, the land area in the building. You actually can see it when you are doing the land, the ride, you know, when you're in the boat. And the characters in there is Chief and Dale and Mickey and Friends. And they'll stop by your table and take pictures with you. It's family style as well. They'll bring the food to you. You decide what you want to eat, what you want more of, and they'll bring that to you. And then um, you'll take the pictures with the characters, interact with them. The cool part about this also is not just a character interaction, but you get to see 
part of the land as well, the ride, because your entire the entire restaurant is on a moving kind of platform that rotates very gently, very slowly. So you're not gonna get dizzy or fall on your face or anything like that. But it moves ever so slowly. And little by little, you start seeing the images ahead of you or like right below you from like the rain and, and the um, gators. Now, if you haven't been to the land, you probably don't understand what I'm saying, but you have to look at it because you are up high on this restaurant. The land is like a little boat ride that moves really gently on the water and it's right below. So you can actually see each other from there. And so that's pretty cool on that restaurant. And it counts as a character meal as well. It's a prefix price, just like Acker Shoes is. Um, and they're about the same price range for both of them. Um, and I think that's the last uh, meal I wanted to highlight from Epcot. Like I said, you can drink around the world, but I'm not going to recommend you all, all the drinks that you can try in there because it changes with every season. It changes. They're always bringing new food. They're always bringing that. So you can actually look at foodie guides and they will launch new menus like, like a couple of weeks, you know, every so often. And you'll get to see everything that they're bringing you. And sometimes it's the same product, just with different flavors. Like sometimes they'll have the uh, Mickey shaped pretzel, but it will be sprinkled with cinnamon sugar instead of salt. And you can dip it on the... um what is it the white ice the white icing not icing you know like the little glaze that you put on the cinnamon roll <laughs> that kind of thing um so you'll dip your pretzel in there and it will be more like a dessert kind of thing sometimes they have popcorn that is different colors and it has different flavors you know because it has different different coatings to it <clears throat> they'll change the uh, the dole whip they'll change the soft serve maybe to orange or raspberry and then change the juice that they put in there instead of pineapple and make it like lemonade or a soda or something. So they're always innovating when it comes to, <clears throat> excuse me, when it comes to their menus. Um, there is another restaurant, it's the Coral Reef, uh, Coral Reef restaurant that is, um, I believe, in that area as well, um, on the Epcot um, close to Nemo area and you know what? I might I might be totally lying to you. Let me just look it up real quick. Because I think I am getting my things confused. Let's see, Coral Reef Resort. This I'm looking it up on the wrong thing. Anyhow, I'm about to um hang up and then go into um another section because I wanted to talk about not Disney related. This one will be about Universal Studios related. So if you are a Harry Potter fan or a, a comic fan or Spider-Man, you know, that kind of uh, fan, Dr. Seuss, you have people who love Dr. Seuss and the Grinch, you know, all those things. That will be my next um, episode and it will be kind of like a a bonus episode it's not part of any of my series but it's going to be a bonus episode because i had the opportunity to go train with uh, my travel agency 
to Universal and we learned a lot and we enjoyed it a lot. So I want to tell you guys a little bit about it. But in the meantime, I hope you guys take the opportunity to explore when you get to Epcot so that you can try some of the food. You may not want to have like a full sit down meal of like strange food, but you can go through the little boots and get one little um, meal or a little plate of food at one of the different um, countries and then share with everybody else in your party to have because um, you'll never know you might actually um, enjoy being adventurous like that and having all those other foods that you would have not tried in your own home if you had the chance um, anyhow if you have any other questions, I can always go and look it up and give you any answers. Just leave some comments on my social media and Instagram. You can find me on Let's Do This Pod. Um, on Facebook, it's Jessica at Happily Ever After Travel. And um, if you need to send me a message, you can always send an email to Jessica at HappilyEverAfterTravel.com and I'll get back to you as soon as I get this. Remember, we can book your Disney vacation at no cost to you and it will support our podcast and our families and we would appreciate it a lot. Anyhow, um, this was my ramblings for today. I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing, amazing day. Bye. Hey guys, I changed my mind and I came back because I had to look it up. Yes, I was right. Coral Reef, it is in Epcot in the Seas Pavilion, which is like like just around the corner from where Nemo is. So you will be eating fish while looking at fish because they have the aquarium in there and you can see it as you're having your meal. Don't feel bad. You know, like you gotta, you gotta eat, you gotta eat. That's what it is. And then the other restaurant I wanted to mention that I kept forgetting about it is the one in Canada, which is a steakhouse. So if you love steak and you want something that is, um, more fancy than, I don't know, whatever you have around your house, <laughs> you know, uh, just, just go to, um, Canada and they have the best steak in all of Epcot. And anyway. That was the last two that I wanted to mention. It was bothering me, so I had to come back. Other than that, if you have any questions, let me know. I hope you have a marvelous time. And this time it is for good. Bye-bye.